Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. I love it. That music just gets me going every time. I love that music. It's so good. Yeah. And you can dance all different ways. And we are bad bad dancers. Bad dancers. (laughs) Bad, bad, bad. It's a good thing this is radio. (laughs) Yes. But someday. Oh, my. Someday. All your dreams come true. (laughs) So today Uh is today. It will be all day, too. This this day is not this day. It's last week day, which is coming this week, which is now right now, today this week. Ow! Yeah, yeah. You're hurting my brain. (laughs) It did hurt, didn't it? (laughs) So I was so excited to think that I knew that you were going to read one of those things from Uh that book. Fake, truth, fake, and truth news and all that. And I'm ready, go. All right. What's good for the goose really is good for the gander. A familiar cliché has proven true as researchers have learned that male geese, ganders, develop most of their behavior from imitating females. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other one, this is real news, toad tadpoles turn homegrown poisons on each other. It's common for tadpoles to use toxins against predators, but scientists have just learned they also use them against their own species. Hmm. So do we have geese or do we have tadpoles? Geese or tadpoles, that is the question. Do males develop their behavior from imitating us? Mm -hmm. Or do tadpoles poison each other? And the answer to that question coming up in the next half hour. So I got my cookbook today. My Cook's Country magazine. I thought that we I thought the the subscription was over because you know when you get one of these every month you're bombarded with all these recipes so you you can't make them all and you can't not that you would but this one I particularly liked because it addressed an issue that I had just the other day with a butternut squash. Was it mean? Yes. Oh, my. Have you ever fought with one of those? To try to peel it and cut it and seed it and get the stuff out from the inside? No, but they're heavy. They're heavy. Then once you start to peel it, that part gets slippery. So you have to try to figure out how to hold it. And you wrap a paper towel around it, and that gets wet. Oh, life is so hard. And you're you're peeling and peeling and peeling. (laughs) And then you open it up, and you got to get a sharp kind of spoon to get in there and dig all the stringy stuff out in the seeds. They sell it canned. Okay. And so, <laughs> I had said to my husband, this stinks. It just is so much work. And no, he didn't say it comes in a can. <laughs> he actually said, you can buy that frozen, you know. He's <laughs> a man after my own heart. And then my sister said, you know, you can buy that all cut up in, in squares. <laughs> I said, well, I, that's true, that's true. But here we are. If you have a slow cooker. Yes. 
and you know you're going to have the squash uh-huh. because you know it's going to take a while. Uh-huh. You just turn on your slow cooker. Uh-huh. You put the whole squash uh-huh. right in a butter butternut squash right in the snow, slow cooker. You put the cover on. You put the whole thing? The whole thing. Without cutting it? Absolutely. Just put it in there. Huh. And then you do you cook it for four hours. Oh, my. And you... You, when you're done, you take it out, let it cool for a little while because, you know, it's hot. And then you cut it in half and you take the seeds and everything out, easy peasy, and you <gasps> scrape out the squash and it's all done. Yes, Ta-da. it takes four hours. Yes, you can buy it in a can. Yes, you can buy it frozen. <laughs> yes, you can buy it cut up. But if you want to do the old school and really do it from scratch. Yes. If you want to punish yourself. Slow cooker. For some guilty reason that you have festering in the back of your brain. <laughs> it is a pain in the neck. <laughs> you know, it's a pain in the neck. That's, that's, that's interesting, Isn't though. that cool? It does seem like a very quick, smart, even though it's four hours. Even though it's four hours, mm-hmm. you can just do it, leave it on the counter. You can cook a whole unpeeled butternut squash. You don't have any animals, do you? I don't. Okay, they wouldn't eat it anyway, probably. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's got a cover on it. Okay. <laughs> Well, what else you got for today? Uh, oh, I have, um, have you ever made a grilled cheese? Do you eat grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah. All right. So cheese is dairy, you know. I know. Mm-hmm. And dairy comes from? I know, but it doesn't <laughs> hurt the cow to get rid of it. it oh, d- I see. It hurts the cow if they can't get rid of it. I see. So, oh, I see. I, I see. So if you make a grilled cheese sandwich, mm-hmm. you can put mayonnaise uh-huh. on the outside instead of butter and grill it. Oh, it's I've so never tried good. That. Oh, it's yummy. Now, listen, you're the mayonnaise and peanut butter <laughs> sandwich girl. Don't make that face when I talk about mayonnaise on the outside of a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking, <laughs> you, you put, no, you'd put mayonnaise on a cheeseburger if you could. Uh huh. Yeah, if you hmm. want the, the cheeseburger with lettuce, tomato, mayo. Hmm. Hmm. Do you ever see the one where they put the toaster on the side and they put the cheese and the bread and everything in I the toaster? I did. Does that work? I have never done it, but it sounds brilliant. It sounds good. I guess you could put a piece of pizza in there. As long as you didn't stand the poster up. N- no, 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 <laughs> no, no, <laughs> because we said laying it on its side. Uh-huh. So look at that. Does that not look <clears throat> delicious, that grilled cheese it sandwich? Do it, do it, do it. So indeed. you put mayo on the outside and you grill it. You don't put it on the outside and then eat it. You grill it with the mayo on the outside uh-huh. to make it all crispy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm talking I about. I put tomatoes in mine, too. Oh, yeah. What kind of cheese do you use? Swiss or provolone. Do you ever mix it? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have some funny things about steaks. That's important because right now we are, we need to know about states and we need to know funny things about states. And oh, do you want to know why? Because they're in hot trouble right now? Yes, we need some laughter. Okay. Here's a state joke about Arizona. It's so hot in Arizona, cows are giving evaporated milk and the trees are whistling for dogs. <laughs> I like the dog one because <laughs> I can picture that. <laughs> I can picture a tree with some lips sticking out of it going, <laughs> come here, come here. No, over here, over here. Did you drink a lot today? Over here, over here. <laughs> okay. What you got? 
I was waiting for the next one. Oh, okay. I got one. <laughs> uh, an Arkansas state trooper pulls over a pickup on I-40. He says to the driver, got any ID? The driver asks, about what? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. ID? Got any ID? I've been watching a lot of Andy Griffith's show, <laughs> and they talk like that. <laughs> got any ID? Okay. Okay. So, uh, onions. Mm-hmm. So, caramelizing onions, I learned a while ago, and maybe I shared this with you before. I always do the onions in some butter or some little tiny bit of oil, mm-hmm. and they never really get caramelized. You're not supposed to do anything. You just put the onions in the pan. With nothing? And, with nothing. And slowly cook them, and they get really brown quick, quickly. Uh, um, and it's, but this, Don't they stick? They don't if you do it right. You do it. You don't put it on high. Okay. You want to put it on like medium or a little less than medium because you don't want to burn them. You mm-hmm. don't want them to stick. Um, and then I wonder, okay, when do you put the salt in? Because if I make onions for to put on a hamburger, I'm going to put some salt in it. Why? Because it tastes good. But <laughs> onions are salty enough. But onions, onions are salty. You think they're salty? They're kinda. I don't. Maybe I have different taste buds. I need some salt on them. Okay. So here's the question. When caramelizing onions, is it better to add the salt before or after they're caramelized? What would you think? Probably after. Okay. It says, we've found that it's best to add the salt at the beginning of cooking when caramelizing your onions. And then depending on the final application, again, you might want to salt them later, maybe. Why? Well, it depends on your application. (laughs) No, I mean, why would you use them first? Um, It says, good question. (laughs) It says, it's because salt does more than just season the onions. Mm -hmm. It also helps draw out the moisture from the cells where it can evaporate during gentle cooking, concentrating flavor and allowing the onions natural sugars to brown evenly. You should see her over here with the arm <laughs> gestures and the hands. She's on TV. She really is. I thought if you did it first that it would kind of burn off. That doesn't say it here. It says it adds, it, it actually helps the onion flavor. You know, you've heard, of, you've heard of recipes where it's for dessert or something sweet and they add a little salt no. to bring the sweet out? No. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> I yes. haven't used salt. The only salt that I've used in the last hundred years was something that was already in the food. You don't put salt on anything? No. Good for you. Pepper, yeah. Good for you. What about scrambled eggs? No salt. No salt on eggs? I can't do that. What about mashed potatoes? Why? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Do you put butter on them? Oh, yeah. So butter has salt. I would... I will, because we've had this conversation, Mm -hmm. this week, Mm -hmm. I will maybe not use any salt. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't commit. (laughs) Do you don't use salt on bacon, do you? No, I don't eat bacon. Well, I love bacon, but I I haven't eaten bacon. I don't eat it regularly. I don't think I've had bacon since summer. I thought you were a bacon hound. I love bacon. Wow. I love it, but that doesn't mean I eat it all the time. I love salt, vinegar, potato chips, too. 
but I don't eat those all the time. Oh, they're good. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to breathe. <laughs> Did I tell you about Massachusetts joke? I don't think so. Okay. You did Arizona. The comedian Lewis Black on Boston Traffic. The last person to get across that town in under three hours was yelling, the British are coming, the British are coming. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yeah, not mm. kind of flat. Okay, Michigan. This is kind of rough. Okay. What do you call 40 guys watching the Super Bowl on television? Are you asking me to guess? Uh-huh. What do you call 40 guys watching the Super Bowl on television? In Michigan. In Michigan. Having a clue. The Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nasty. That's a burn. That's nasty. <laughs> that, you're going to get emails on that one. <laughs> you will get emails from across the country. <laughs> All right. This is my favorite. This is my favorite one. And it's about Nebraska. Just keep driving. When you notice something changes, you'll know you're out of New Nebraska. That's it. That's my favorite. That's your favorite one? Yeah. Just keep driving and you'll know when you're out of Nebraska. Because mm -hmm. something changes. And so, something oh. changes. and Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like if you're driving across the country and you're driving through California. And when something changes, you're not in California anymore. And hopefully you have a life jacket. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep, keep right on going. Keep right on yeah, you going. Keep, you keep right on telling them. Contamination station. Oh, that sounds like a... Mm-hmm. The bill. What was that little show they used to have? Contamination station. How do you make a bill? Da -da -da. Anyway, go ahead. I like that little song. Mm -hmm. I don't know the rest of it. I don't. All right. At the if moment. you think of it, you can add it. <laughs> Contamination station. So, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration... And the Center for Disease Control. Oh, wow. my gosh. Everything. Wow. wow. Do you rinse? Oh, you don't cook a chicken. I have. Did in you the rinse? Past. Would you, if you were to cook a chicken, would you rinse it off? No. Okay. You're right. <gasps> really? Mm hmm. Rinsing raw chicken may remove some bacteria from the surface, but the only way to ensure all the bacteria are killed is through proper cooking. Plus, when you rinse a chicken, here it comes. Okay. Meat juices can splash into the sink and onto the counter and contaminate other items. Ah. In our tests, we found no flavor difference between chicken that was rinsed and chicken that wasn't rinsed before cooking. My favorite dish used to be to parboil chicken and, and then take it out of the pot. And in the water that you parboil the chicken, you make macaroni. Yeah. And put the chicken pieces in there. In there. <gasps> to it's die yummy. For. And oh, you don't it's delicious. do any salt. No salt. Wow. That's a very good way to do it. It was delicious. Parboil a chicken. And if you have chicken pieces you want to put on the grill, mm -hmm. lots of times when I grill, I'm not too good at it. It gets dry. If you cook it first, then you, then you put it on the grill. It's already cooked. And the inside, mm -hmm. now you're really just finishing it off and just cooking it, it look on the pretty. outside. And you need your little meat thermometer. Sounds like a lot of work. To make sure. <laughs> <laughs> they make that in cans, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. They make canned chicken, they do. <laughs> okay, okay. Um... South Carolina, this is hysterical. <laughs> mm. 
While fishing off Myrtle Beach, a Yankee tourist capsized his boat. Petrified, he yelled to an old guy standing on the shore, Are there any gators around here? No, the man hollered back. They ain't been around for years. Feeling safe, the tourist started swimming toward the shore. Halfway there, he asked the guy, How'd you get rid of the gators? We didn't do anything, the old guy said. The sharks got them. <laughs> Good one. Good one. I like that. Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. In Seattle, you haven't had enough coffee until you can thread a sewing machine while it's running. You haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> do you get the do you get that coffee thing when you drink coffee? No. I, I get it either. if I don't. Do you? Yeah. The only thing I would get when I drank a lot more coffee, that I, I don't drink any right now, but I'd get a headache if I tried yes. to if I tried yes. to stop. Uh huh. But I never got that get up and go adrenaline rush. It's it's more like an energy itch. Because your body shakes a little bit and it goes. I gotta do something, but I don't know what, and I don't wanna <laughs> do it. <laughs> we belong on TV. <laughs> I wish, wish all of you wonderful listeners could see this, <laughs> because it's just so animated. <laughs> and if you saw it, you would say, I need a cup of coffee. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So you do, you get, the little, <laughs> you get the little jitters. You do, you do, you do. I, I drink coffee, like right now, the thought of going to Dunkin' Donuts and getting a nice coffee with some almond milk in it and some vanilla. It's just comforting psychologically to me. Okay, it's that not... would be cocoa with marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty pretty much. Do you bake pie? Do I eat pie? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> You're killing No, it comes in a can. <laughs> it actually does. <laughs> not the whole pie. What about the crust? I don't like crust. Graham cracker crust is good. Uh, you can buy that already made. I didn't know that. You can, oh, yes. In the oh, baking aisle? Oh, oh, they oh. had little graham cracker crust pie shells. My husband. Oh, he would eat that? He has gotten so bad. He's bringing me home eclairs. Oh. Those, those, those Polish things that have the chocolate on the outside and the cream on the inside. Those great big fluffy things. That, oh. <gasps> you can't stop eating. He got the big ones. He's doing this like, because I told him I wanted to go on a diet. So, he's, so what's he doing? I have no idea. He, he created the diet. The junk food. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, if I weigh 190,000 pounds in a week or so, you'll know why. You know, I kind of noticed that, you know. There's a little spread on the spread. No. (laughs) What else did he buy? Eclairs, uh, which are amazing. um, Pizzas. And um, he's buying all of these pasta things. Because he's afraid. Why? Because he's afraid that you're going to put him, the whole household is going to go on the diet. Well, he can eat whatever he wants. We'd never have the same menu anyway. No. Isn't that, so is he being funny? I don't know. I know about. He says, you deserve these. (laughs) Yes, dear. Well, golly. So I don't know. Tell him that I deserve them too. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love cream puffs. Mm, mm. Did but they you? have to have the right amount mm-hmm. of chocolate. Mm-hmm. 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 Did I? Did you know that New Hampshire state motto is live free or die? Live free or die. Mm-hmm. And that appears on license plates? Mm-hmm. Made by prisoners? <laughs> I've seen that on license plates many times (laughs) while in my travels and never thought that. That's depressing. Isn't that sad? Oh, yeah, that's depressing. So if you ever decide to bake a pie, typically you do an egg wash on the top of the pie. Mm -hmm. And I think that's to give it that uh, sheen. Yeah. So it says here that there's a foolproof method for applying an even larger egg wash because you usually brush it on. Uh-huh. Um, you beat it with milk or with water. You beat the egg with milk or water. Um, and you put it on cr- any kind of pie crust, biscuits, breads. Instead of using a pastry brush, which can, which can sometimes create puddles and can create streaks and little, little pools, she uses a spray bottle. Oh, so she's got this little plastic spray bottle that she probably bought at the dollar store, mm-hmm. and she filled it with her egg wash, and shook it all up, and then she just mis- misted the top of her crust. Now that's clever. And then you can clean out the solution. Um, you can clean it out with uh, vinegar and water. Evidently, it, it maybe it doesn't clean out real well. No, I'm thinking it would clog, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would think so. Mm. So you'd probably put some vinegar and water in there, spray it a bunch That's of times. That's a great idea. Just mist your pie. See what Make a pie looks like? That's what a yourself. homemade pie looks like right there. Don't go through all of these hard <laughs> times as she does over there when you know it's in a can. And you can just buy a frozen Marie Callender's pie. Oh, those are so good. They're so good. Razzleberry. I have oh, I have razzle. a piece of apple pie in the fridge and a piece of lemon meringue. Oh, I love lemon meringue pie. I do, too. The foam on the top. Oh, the foam is the best. Mm. Yes. Wisconsin. Yes. Wisconsin. Sven. Wisconsin. Sven notices his neighbor has a side in his yard and it says, boat for sale. Ollie, he says, you don't own a boat. All you got is your old tractor and your combine. Yup, said Ollie, and their boat for sale. (laughs) (laughs) I love your accent, too. And they are boat for sale. Oh, gosh. Hey, did you get your, uh, your stimulus check? I did. So there's people that are buying things because they got the stimulus check, you know. Good thing. Well, maybe. Oh. So you you might want to use yours for your your rent or part of your mortgage or your groceries or your insurance or other necessities Mm -hmm. to help you out. Um, But there are some things that some people are buying, according to uh, this is this is uh, from Amazon um, that people are buying. So they're they're buying luxury toilet paper. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> and I actually saw it, and it's really, really pretty. Oh. It looks like wallpaper. The patterns are beautiful. <laughs> I, and you I, can have I, it I coordinate, don't have an answer for that. coordinate with your bathroom. <clears throat> so you also, um, there was somebody that made a, a, a truck bed. They actually had a truck made into a bed in their bedroom 
with their money. This other person made cowboy boot roller skates, which were really cute. Somebody else, you know, the there's a designer called Louis Vuitton, Vuitton, Vuitton. They bought some fish that had the logo of Louis Vuitton on the scales of the fish. Oh, my God. And then Gucci, which you know is a very la-di-da uh-huh. brand, uh-huh. They made a turtle shell cover. So the the turtle shell has a cover that you can put on it that is the Gucci logo all over the cover of the... Why would a turtle shell need a cover? Well, because you've got the stimulus check. (laughs) But, I mean, it's got a shell. Uh Uh-huh, but you want it to look like a designer shell, so you cover it. You can't use some paint or something? Well, maybe, but then it wouldn't be a real (laughs) Gucci this and is then, just stupid. Here's another stupid one. Here's another stupid one. And I saw this picture. You know those blow-up swimming pools you can put in your backyard? Sure. They're cute. Yeah. Not the little kid ones. The, the bigger, bigger ones. ones. Somebody blew that up in their house and filled it up what? with water. In what? their house. In their house. So you just hope that their floorboards can take the weight of that water. I, and there is a pool in their house. That's why waterbeds went out of style. That's you know. right. They're mm-hmm. too heavy. Mm-hmm. They're too heavy. Did you ever sleep on a waterbed? I did. I had a waterbed many, many, many years ago, but it was the old, I was 19, and it was the kind that didn't have baffles in it, and didn't. it was just a big old bag of yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if my husband got in on one side, I'd pop up on the other side. <laughs> And it was a lot of squishing, and oh, I, I'm thinking of this like it was yesterday, because you'd sometimes get a bubble in the bed. Did you have one? No, but I have slept on a couple. There'd be a bubble, and you'd take all the sheets off, and you, and you would have to get on the bed and open the plug and hold it up a little bit, and then someone would roll across the bed until the air came out through the plug, and a little bit of water would start coming out, and you put the plug, the pl- the plug back on right away. Because I you had to never. get, it was a lot of work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The first water Well, what's beds. wrong with having a bubble? The bubble uh, made it slosh more because there was more air in there. Okay. So you, what you want to do is get all the air out so it doesn't uh-huh. slosh sound as much, but it sloshed. I would think they'd be good for babies. Yeah. Mm. It was it was comfortable, I guess. But then again, I was 19. Mm. So what do you care about comfort? I mean, I slept one time in a bowling alley on a bench. I don't care about Ow. comfort, you know, when you're 19. But That's now hard. I care what about What were you comfort. doing in a bowling alley overnight? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. No, it's a good story, but it's a long story. <laughs> you should move to Alaska. I wouldn't like to move to Alaska, but I'd like to go there. They'll pay you to go to Alaska. No, to live? Mm-hmm. How much? I don't know. And please don't. Quote me on this. I got this from a website, and I don't know 100% whether it's true, but it's it's good enough. The state of Alaska pays its residents over 1000 every year just for living there. Permanent residents who opt into the state's permanent fund dividend division can receive yearly checks of up to $1,100 a year, according to its website. You can thank Alaska's oil revenues for this annual bonus to your paycheck. Each year, the payment is recalculated based on a five-year average of the permanent fund's performance. 
and you can change depending on funds available, number of applicants, and other factors. Annual payouts have re ranged from roughly $800 to $2,000 over the past couple of years. In 2018, residents received $1,600 in payouts, the eighth highest dividend in the program's history. This is Permanent Fund Dividend Division. Never heard of it. Can you imagine? Every year. Every year. So if there's two of you, you each get one. I would assume. And I wonder if you do it, if it's like the stimulus checks where you get one for each of your children. Hmm. No, and then, I don't think they probably, well, I don't know. I don't know. They live there. Yeah. So would you figure that money into as as they behave. your, yes. Would you figure that money into your budget or would you say, hey, this is going to be extra money that's a surprise money and we're going to do something special with that? No, I wouldn't do the the latter. You wouldn't? No. I would. Oh, I think I would. I think I would say it's money that I'm not expecting, but you have to you have to make sure it's money you're not expecting. And we can talk more about that after our break. Gotcha. You put your keys between your knuckles. You walk in well-lit areas. Stay clear of parked vans. Someone approaches you and you cross to the other side of the street. Your cell phone is ready, the numbers for help saved on speed dial. You lock the door behind you, once, twice, maybe three times. Now you feel safe, secure. You think you've made the right choices to protect yourself. Think again. Because if you're not making healthy choices, you could be one of the nearly two out of three women killed by cancer, diabetes, heart disease, or stroke. So eat right, get active, don't smoke, see your doctor, and live. Learn to protect yourself from yourself at 1-866-399-6789 or visit us at everydaychoices.org. A message from the American Cancer Society, American Diabetes Association, American Heart Association, and the Ad Council. WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. That was awful. (laughs) That was really bad. We were on the edge of our seats. That is, oh, that's cruel. Yeah, we were really, that, and the the foot, the the, the feet walking, Uh and all the sound effects. Uh And especially when you get there and it's like, Think again. Yeah, think again. Then you again. think something really disastrous is going to happen. I thought and he was going to smash a window. Cancer? I know. I don't like that. No. No. But you know what? I had a thing to Made share today about quit smoking. Okay. Um, quit smoking is one of the things that uh, you can do this year to save money. Uh-huh. And it says and plain and simple, you save money on the actual cigarettes and you'll save on your medical bills later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, th- yeah, that was as simple as that. Yep. Simple as that. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I like that. Now we're depressed. Now it's so sad. <laughs> I don't know what to Wait a minute. Do. We were talking about something before we went to the break and I forgot what it was. <laughs> Made you listen. I, I said we'll talk more about that after the break. I have no idea what it was. Money. Money? Money. Money Getting makes the... Getting free money. Getting free money. <coughs> yes. And what would you do with it? Yes. I would put it into my account and forget about it. 
and maybe make it a vacation account. Oh, you would just put it in your regular checking account? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Greg would probably take it out and buy eclairs with it. <laughs> All right. What is our fake news or real news? Here it comes for All you right. today. I'll give you the answer at the very end of the program. What's good for the goose really is good for the gander. A familiar cliché has proven true, as researchers have learned that male geese, ganders, develop most of their behavior from imitating females. Or, it's common for tadpoles to use toxins against predators, but scientists have just learned they also use them against their own species. A or B? Which one do you think is fake? And we'll have that answer at the end of our program. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <sighs> Did you know that Graham Alexander Bell? Alexander Graham Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> did not invent the telephone? He did not? He did not. He was the first to patent it. Ah, smart man. Somebody else made it. Oh. A man named... Uh, let's see. Not Watson. Antonio Meucci. You're Italian. What is M-E-U-C-C-I? Meucci? I have to see it. I think you had it right. Okay. But he was the one that did it. Meucci. And he didn't get credit for it until 2002. What? Yeah. So he actually built it. Uh Uh-huh. But whose design was it? It wasn't, uh... It Bell's. wasn't Bell's design, no. and no. then he just said, here, build this? No. Nope. <gasps> Turns out Bell was actually one of several men who were working on the telephone idea at the same time, but he got to the patent office first. Whoa, that is a, that's like boom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it makes you just wonder how much of history is not accurate. Oh, I got stuff that'll make you very upset. Do you have one right now? Well, let's see. The Emancipation Proclamation Mm -hmm. only freed some slaves. If you thought this historical executive order put the final kibosh on slavery, you'd be wrong. Students think that it freed the slaves, but in reality, it only applied to those areas still controlled by the Confederacy and so didn't actually free the slaves directly. What it did was allow the slaves to free themselves by running away to Union lines or the North, which between 500,000 and 700,000 did. It wasn't until the 13th Amendment that actually put a final end to slavery, and that was in December of 1865, eight months after Lee surrendered. I think I knew some of that. That's pretty sad. That's very sad. Yeah. Because it's what what's what we what our uh, perception is of what happened. Yeah, I automatically thought, okay, the Civil War is over; they're all freed, right. and everybody can go home. And I wonder if some did not want to be free. I don't know. I because know there was a lot of intermarriage kind of thing going yes. on. And if it's their comfort zone, and they're comfortable where they are, oh gosh, maybe what maybe that was just the choice that they made. To stay where they were because of fear of the unknown or fear of how they'd be treated or fear, mm. just fear. 
Mm, interesting. Well, I joined the NAACP just so I could find out stuff. Oh, really? Like that. And it, also to just to speak up. Speak, to speak up, yeah. for sure. For sure. So I'll find out. So I saw, yeah, I saw this, which I've never seen before. This, this guy is talking about something he drinks called bulletproof coffee. Another word he named this was butter coffee. This man's been drinking this for two to three years, and his blood work comes back perfect every time. So it says, my butter coffee consists of organic coffee, around a teaspoon of brain octane oil. Ah. And I do not know what that is. Brain octane oil. You could call that anything. I mean, so if somebody wants to look that up, you yeah. can look up for us because we don't have a computer in front of us. Uh-uh. Brain octane oil, and you can send the answer to stuffingforus at gmail.com. And then he adds in grass fed organic ghee. I know what ghee is. It's ghee? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's like a, an Indian butter. Oh, it's a kind of a butter. Oh, it's I think butter. I have seen that. It comes in a little tin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing that comes in a can. I mean, you could get everything for your whole. I could have gotten in a can. <laughs> So you can also use grass-fed butter, if you prefer, instead of the G. So or he ghee. puts... I don't remember how they say it. Um, he puts one and a half to two <clears throat> tablespoons of the ghee into his blender, or G. Um, and he adds the coffee, and he blends it up. And he said it tastes amazing, and it's like a delicious cappuccino. But we don't know what brain octane oil is. That's scary. Sounds gross. I keep thinking of Frankenstein. Yeah. That's something I would want to try. Huh. Just once. Did you know Charles Lindbergh was not the first to cross the Atlantic y- by You're air. just killing me. <laughs> Charles killing me. Lindbergh did complete the 34-hour grueling flight from New York to Paris all by himself. He really did. But he was around the 85th man to do so. No way. The honor for number one goes to British pilots John Alcock and Arthur Brown, who, back in 1919, flew nonstop from Newfoundland to Ireland in a Vickers Vimy biplane before crash landing in a bog. Did he die? No. And, and I got to tell you, I, I went to Ireland, and I, we went to a museum where they showed the film of that happening. And you actually saw it? Did not see the landing. They showed the, the, the filming of the bog where the plane was. They took pictures of that. You're just going to blow history right out of the water. Oh, I ain't done today. yet. All right. You want Choose another, one? another. Okay. Mm-hmm. Henry Ford was no. not an inventor of the car. Henry Ford made cars better. He made cars cheaper and faster. And like electric cars being built today, they were all revolutionary feats that changed the automotive marketplace. But unlike what some folks think, he did not invent the car. It was German mechanical engineer Karl Benz who designed and built the first practical automobile powered by an internal combustion engine. Benz as in Mercedes? As in Mercedes. Benz. Carol Benz. You need to rewrite history books. 
You should. These are so sad. They're some very sad. Some yes. of them are very are very shocking. Yeah. Are very shocking. Okay. So so the things that I have that that um. Um, how to save money. Uh-huh. I kind of get off with the coffee thing. But um, <laughs> it says don't go to the grocery store without a list. Don't go hungry. Don't go hungry. <laughs> Stick with your list. Use your list. Commit to your list. Oh, that's so hard. Commit. It's very hard. Especially when you walk into the store that I shop at uh-huh. and you're right in the bakery part. You're, oh. There's a bakery... Well, it's Market 32. There's that whole bakery thing uh-huh, where all the fancy uh-huh. pastries are. But to make it. you feel better, they, they then lead you. <laughs> you're in the fruit and vegetable section. <laughs> you're in the, you know. Kind of kind of brings you down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so get yourself an apple or an avocado and a cream puff. <laughs> you also can go to save money for yourself. You can delete all your credit card numbers from your store account. So you get rid of all of that online so that you can't click like you go to Macy's and you look at something and it's so easy because they have your card already in their uh-huh. system and you just click yeah buy now uh-huh and it's very it's very tempting yeah it says that if you do not do that if you don't have your credit cards in there anymore that 30 seconds may just be enough time for you to regain your sanity <laughs> and not buy anything at all Amazon, Macy's, Groupon, everything, and it is easy. It easy. is, it is, mm. it is, it is. They say the best rule is to keep your balance below thirty percent of your total. Aha! If you have like a thousand, keep it down thirty percent of that. That's it. And and pay that off, and then you can buy something else. Yes, I don't have credit cards, so I don't do that anymore. I do, but I did, but I don't. Okay. All right. All right, now, um, where is it here? Did I tell you about New Mexico? No. Traveling outside Taos. What? Traveling outside Taos. Taos? Taos, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. A man comes upon a Native American lying in the middle of the road with his ear pressed against the blacktop. What are you doing? asks the man. He replies, woman. Late 30s, three kids, one barking dog and late model, four-door station wagon traveling at 65 miles per hour. Amazing, says the man. You could tell all of that just by listening to the ground? No, he says. They ran over me five minutes ago. tell me those things i make a a little cartoon in my head i'm a visual learner yeah. so i i saw it <laughs> i just saw it it was so good <laughs> all right you want to save money you want to lose weight you know what to do don't eat out oh that's 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 so much fun stop eating out oh. since march of last year i have lost 17 pounds <laughs> Seriously? Because we don't, well, <laughs> we don't, well, we don't go, we do some takeout uh-huh. because we want to support some of the local sure. restaurants. But we used to eat out, and I mean this, three times a week uh-huh. at, at least. It's or, still good. Or out for lunch and then out for dinner and then out for lunch the next day and out for dinner. And 
Because you don't have to do the dishes or cook and all that good stuff. the money you save. Oh, my gosh. Madonna mia. You save so much money. It's crazy. Really? Okay. Stop eating out. We have a routine. You can save money. Well, how often do you go out? We don't go out. We take a lot Um, of take out. Take out. But still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tuesday Mm -hmm. nights, he brings home strombolis. Ooh. Or calzone. Oh, that's fattening. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's a routine, and it's like if you don't come home with it, don't come home. Oh. <laughs> so that's just once a week. Well, that, well I'm not going to say anything <laughs> <else>. <laughs> Washington's Delaware Crossing was in a much bigger boat. Hung in the Metropolitan Museum of Art, Washington Crossing, the Delaware is one of America's best-known paintings. Artist Emanuel Lutz depicted a glory-filled crossing on a tipsy rowboat. In reality, it was probably a 60-foot-long flatboat ferry guided by cable, according to the New York Times, and crowded with dozens of troops and cannons and horses. And the records are more in keeping with a dead-of-the-night crossing at a section of the river less than 300 yards wide. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that is so not good. Ooh. That's, yeah, well, yeah that, that's not good. 300 yards. That's not good at all. <laughs> hey, do you, ever get a, do you ever get a thing in the mail or, a, or about your cable company? You know, if you're new or you see it on TV, new subscribers, you get this special deal yeah, for a year, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you, say, you say, wait a second. I'm, I've been a subscriber for years. Mm-hmm. Don't I get anything? Nothing. Well, you can call your cable company, and chances are, if yeah? you say to them, I'll just cancel my cable, they will give you the deal. Really? Yes. And this gentleman says, I've done this so many times, <gasps> and usually I'm able to, now usually, usually, I'm able to get the new subscriber offers, even though I'm still a customer. And if you recently moved, Comcast considers you a new customer because huh. you've moved to a new location, uh-huh. even though it's still you. Uh-huh. What and if you, you use a different computer? Can you say, well, it's from a different site? Maybe. <gasps> I don't know. I Usually. Mm-hmm. So it says that you can likely get these special deals a bit easier without having to negotiate with them if you've just moved. Yeah, so you could save some money or cancel your cable altogether. Oh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. So, it, so I had I had part of that was um, call and cancel your cable. You can sign up for Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. Sling TV. Is that still around? It says here it is. I've never seen I that. No, um, I love the commercials. And then you would not have to pay your cable bill every huh. month. And then the next one is, get this, you want to save some money? Turn out the lights. Sit in the dark. That's what it says. Sit in the dark. I want a cave. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, 5 o'clock rolls around and things start getting dark. Don't turn on your lights. Just sit in the dark until 10. Oh, boy, does that sound fun. <laughs> Are you still there, honey? Tell yeah. me. Whistle once or twice. Yeah. Maybe candles. Mm. Louisiana. Louisiana. What differentiates 
excuse me. What differentiates a zoo in Louisiana from other zoos? Take a guess. I haven't got a clue. And Louisiana, I want to tell you, I love you. This is not meant in any bad way at all. Even though it sounds like it, it's not a burn. It's just, I'm just repeating something I probably shouldn't. <laughs> the Louisiana Zoo has a description of the animal on the front of the cage along with the recipe. <laughs> It's a joke. Yeah. It's really a joke. Yeah. Because I can see how you could do that on most animals. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so 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 here is a challenge. Okay. Wanna save a lot of money this year? Yeah. Is someone out there looking to have a down payment on a house? No. Car. Or maybe buy a car? Yeah. Listen to this. On it and I, I saw it actually on Facebook and then I looked it up. So you take 100 envelopes uh-huh. or envelopes. What do you say? Envelope. Envelopes. You take 100 envelopes and you line yeah. them all uh-huh. y- and you label each envelope. Oh, envelope. <laughs> She's still on the envelope. <laughs> envelope, envelope. envelope. You, you, you put a number on every envelope. Okay. One to 100. Okay. Then you put them in, the, in, a, in a box. Okay. Back in the envelope box. Okay. And then... Like a shoebox. All right. For the next 100 days, you randomly pull out. So I would say scramble the envelopes before you put them back in the box. Okay. Scramble them up so they're not in order. Uh-huh. Place the envelopes. Okay. Randomly pull a single envelope out of the box and put in the amount of cash equal to the number on the outside. Okay. Now, this can get tough. Like $2 in this one and Correct. $5 in that one. Okay. You just pull out okay. one. If it says 5 uh-huh. you put $5 in there, put mm-hmm. it back in the box. Mm-hmm. So if you draw envelope 34 mm-hmm. you put in $34. Okay. If you stick to the challenge for 100 days, you will have saved $5,050 <gasps> in 100 days. You'd have all that in that one envelope? In all the envelopes because you're picking out one envelope I mean, yeah, at a time. You'd yes. have that in the one box. So here we go. There are a few variations on the envelope challenge that result in even more money. For instance, if you use 200 envelopes labeled with two sets of 1 to 100, then pull out two envelopes per day, you'll end up with, are you ready, $10,100, obviously, because it's twice as much. It almost sounds too good to be true, but you know what the problem is? Having that much money to put in the envelope. Every day. So if one day you pull out 100 and you put $100 in there, uh-huh. and the next day you pull out 99 Oh, my gosh. Now you've got to put 99 and then the next day you pull out 75 you've got to put 75 in there. It can be pretty... you got to have the money already. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that screwed it all up for me. I would... Okay. Because how do you do that? That's, that's not... Really? Now you could doable. do it for ten days. I guess Bezos could do that. <laughs> what? Or Bill Gates, maybe. Bill Gates could. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of clever. But then I thought, oh, that's that part doesn't really. When you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
California is not an island. I didn't think California was an island. The name comes from the Spanish legend of Queen Khalifa, Khalifa. ruler of an island called California. Yes, the early explorers thought they were on an island. When Cortez landed on Baja California, he believed he had found the island of Queen Khalifa, populated only by women who used gold to make tools and weapons. Mm. He wasn't, <laughs> wasn't far wrong when three centuries later, gold was discovered in California. They thought it was an island? They thought it was an island. Don't you discover something, and before you name it an island, you've walked around the entire perimeter? I would think so. To see if there's water all around? Yeah. I would think so. Hey, does your husband belong to a shave club? No. There's Have a you shave? looked at my husband lately? <laughs> I guess I guess he doesn't. So there's a shave club, which I thought was nuts because my husband actually got a gift of a shave club. Mm-hmm. And you end up with so many razors. Yeah. You, you end up with too much stuff. Ah. But this says here, I may or not be ashamed to admit this. This is the gentleman that wrote this. Uh-huh. But I signed up for Dollar Shave Club's monthly package for the $6 a month refill option. These razor heads are pretty great, and you get four in each box. So that's $1.50 per refill. I only use around two each month, so I ended up with a surplus, and I quit the club after a few months. I still have backup razors in my bathroom, and I'm not spending any money on razors anymore, and I'm saving money. They also have a $3 a month option, but the razor heads weren't the quality that he had expected. So that would be only 75 cents a razor. So what he did again was, once he ran out, Uh he joined again. (laughs) And he got all the surplus of razors because he doesn't use as many as they send. He canceled it again. And (laughs) then he has enough razors for the rest of the year. I did that with a cosmetic company. You ordered makeup? I ordered makeup. They, they, they gave you a little thing like, what color is your skin? What shade do you do? Blah, 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 blah. And every month you'd get a package in the mail with different kinds of makeup. And it was really fun. And I really liked it. But the same thing happened to me. They would send me so many things. I couldn't use them all. And so they just went bad. And after a while, I had to stop using it because the packages kept coming. Kept on coming. But it was fun in the beginning. Yeah. And you can cancel any time. You can. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's time up. It is. It's time. Time's up. Are but, we but, geese or tadpoles? We are. That was good. Geese. You think the geese one is real? Because I used to play with tadpoles when I was a little kid. And okay. I never got stung or anything. Well, the, the thing read, a familiar cliche is that male geese develop behavior from imitating females and tadpoles poison each other because they poison predators and they're in the same vicinity. Well, the geese story would probably be a good thing, but only the treacherous tadpoles are real. Really? And that is reported by Nature on September 29, 2017. Treacherous tadpole. That doesn't sound sound right because they're little cute little things. They're little, 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 little. Write to the author. Don't look at me. Wow. Treacherous tadpoles. You heard it here. Yep. Treacherous. Treachery. Mm -hmm. And we will 
be back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week <laughs> for some more stuff. You got stuff? Send it to us. We want you to send us stuff. We'll use it. Send it to stuffingforus at gmail.com. You put your keys between your knuckles. No. No, we do not want to hear that again. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> so patient, so kind. The views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or... WTBR.